Welcome back. Thank you for listening. This is a new installment in 2012, the very first one of the new year. Happy New Year to everyone listening. This is KG going solo for a KG and Fifthwood Wildcat podcast. In case you do not know, uh, the Wildcat was injured at uh, covering one of the state football championship games by the Rogue cart, runaway cart that got loose on the field. He was one of the uh, members of the media who was injured, so he's been rehabbing, and still undergoing rehab to get back to uh, his usual self. So I'm flying solo here and probably doing a brief podcast to just touch over a few things and touch base for what uh, has been missed over the last few weeks. And let's get right at it. You know, uh, Wildcat usually starts off the podcast with his scores, so I'm going to touch on those uh, briefly. This is college basketball. Houston Cougars, mile on mater. Basketball court first. We'll get to the football game and the bowl win in the Chicken City Bowl Monday afternoon over Penn State in a few moments. But the U of H women, not much has changed for them. Uh, they're 1-10. Their last game on December 18th was an 85-60 road loss at Washington. They're playing Monday night at New Mexico to try to get win number two on the season. U of H men are 8-5, and five, began Conference USA play on Wednesday, January 4th versus Tulsa, tip at 7 p.m. Last two games uh, during this, Cougars on a, a five-game homestand, and they've won the first four games. Uh, most recent game on December, on December 30th was 94-71 win over Texas State. Before that was a narrow victory over in North Carolina A&T, victory 71-67. Game at 2 p.m. tip-off. Um, some of the U of H alums weren't thrilled by the by the close margin of victory, but a win is a win. And uh, we'll see how things go. And conference play begins on the fourth versus Tulsa. It's a home game. I'm not going to say it's a must-win or anything like that for the young Cougars, but you want to protect home court. Got to start winning home games at home and become uh, dominant at home during conference play. Shout out to Tayshawn Thomas, freshman for the Cougars, was named freshman of the week today by Carmen USA, his second on the season. He had an outstanding game versus Texas State, his third double double of the season. So award well warranted to Tayshawn. Rice women, six and six, playing Monday night on the road versus Lamar on December thirtieth. The Owls won at Texas San Antonio, seventy-one forty-six. Monster game for sophomore sensation Jessica Custer, twenty-one points and twenty-one rebounds to lead the Owls to victory. Owls had lost previously in overtime on the road, sixty-eight sixty-four to Stephen F. Austin. So getting that win over UTSA was a good turnaround for them and good to the Owls Monday night in Beaumont versus Lamar. The Rice men Saturday, well recently. The Owls lost on New Year's Eve at Texas, 73-59. Owls got as close as two points in the game, but then a scoring drought doomed them as the Longhorns pulled away to pick up the victory. The Owls previously before that had beat Texas A&M on the road, and then on December 28th defeated A&M Corpus Christi at home, defeating a former Rice Owls head coach Willis Wilson basketball team, 78-66. The Owls will play TCU on the road at Fort Worth on Wednesday, tip at 7 p.m. Houston Baptist women still have not gotten off the uh, losing scheme. They're on 14 on the season. They play San Houston State on January 3rd. Tip at 7 p.m. Huskies lost the most recent two games, uh, 78-61 at UT Arlington and 86-61 versus Texas State. Husky men. 
play uh, at New Mexico in the pit on Tuesday the 3rd, 8 p.m. tip-off. Huskies men are 5-8. and eight. They lost to uh, Duquesne in their most recent ball game on New Year's Eve. Uh, Husky front court got in foul trouble. Final score was 118 to 72 in that ball game. But the Huskies are doing, I think they surprised some people how well they played so far this season. They eked out a one point victory on December 20th, 72 71 at home over Santa Clara for probably one of the biggest wins of the season so far. But they're 5 and 8. Coach Cottrell, Ron Cottrell, earned his 400th victory earlier in the season, earlier in December. Preview Panthers. PV women are 3 and 8. Beginning SWAC play versus Southern on Tuesday, 5.30 tip-off on the hill. PB won at home. Play, well, actually, the game was in M.O. Campbell Center with their win uh, on December 28th versus Texas Wesleyan, 69-57. In the St. John's Classic, final game of the St. John's Classic on December 18th, Lady Panthers lost in triple overtime to Louisiana Tech, 89-81. So a tough loss for the Lady Panthers and Coach Toya, Coach Toya Wilson's club, but they bounced back 10 days later with a 12-point victory over Texas Wesleyan. Prairie View men are 4-9 on the season. Now that SWAC play has started, it will be double hitters for the teams in the SWAC. So that game will be uh, tipping off first to Southern on Tuesday, probably 30 minutes after the Lady Panthers play Southern. The men lost in the University of Oregon tournament on the 22nd and 21st. 22nd, they lost to North Carolina Central, 69-58, and Oregon, 74-66. Texas Southern women, 1-9. Things haven't really gone well for Coach Broaden and her squad. They, uh, they will begin swag play on Tuesday as well, hosting Alcorn State at 5-30. TCU, lost, TCU defeated Texas Southern on New Year's Eve, 66-38. And before that, on December 21st, Arkansas blasted Lady Tigers 86-41. TSU men aren't faring much better in their brutal non-conference schedule. They're only 1-11 on the season. They'll play Alcorn State Tuesday at 8 p.m. The Tigers lost 77-49 on December 30th on the road to Arkansas. And before that, they lost to St. Louis on the road 71-39. Those are the basketball scores. And updates and things like that for the week upcoming schedule. The Rockets are two and two. And the NBA season is underway. The Rockets uh, began the season with a tough road loss to Orlando, 104-95. Came back a few nights later with a home opener, blasting the Spurs, 105-85. Then on Friday, the following night, they lost by 20 to the Memphis Grizzlies on the road. Then bounced back for the third game, three ninth with a solid 95-84 win over the listless, lifeless Atlanta Hawks. The Rockets are going on the road uh, Tuesday. They go play the Lakers. Then Wednesday they play the Clippers and Chris Paul and Blake Griffin in, in Lob City. Then Friday they play Kevin Durant in the Thunder, Russell Westbrook in the Thunder on the road in OKC. And then back-to-back Saturday, They'll play the Thunder once again, but this time the game will be in Houston in H-Town at Toyota Center. A lot of things to talk about here. Bounce around a few things. In case Rocket fans do not know, DeMarcus Cousins and the Sacramento Kings, the Kings issued a statement on Sunday stating that DeMarcus had demanded a trade. Paul Westfall read a statement. Um, it's going back and forth. The Kings say DeMarcus demanded a trade. He demanded a trade at least twice. DeMarcus and his representatives say that is not true. He does not want to be traded. 
So Scuttlebutt's undeniable was that the rocks were one of the possible suitors or destinations for Demarcus. Now, as of today on Monday, that seems less likely. Uh, the Rockets and the Pistons were two of the possible teams linked to a trade for Demarcus because the Pistons were linked to or acquired Demarcus last season. But the way things stand with the Kings having ample cap room but little leverage right now since teams quote-unquote know that the Kings are, want to deal Demarcus, they're probably not going to get great offers in return, so they will probably wait. And if they do decide to ultimately trade Demarcus, it'll probably be closer to uh, the trading deadline later on in the season. So that's where that stands. The Rockets signed Samuel Dallenbear, so as a free agent, Samuel's played well in, in his first uh, four regular season games, helping out the Rockets in the front court. He surprised people um, rebounding well with, and even scoring with a face-up jump shot. So he's played well for the Rockets and Kyle Lowry in, in the win over the Hawks with a career-high time, 18 assists. He's played well. Rockets are still up and down a little bit. They're inconsistent. Defense is not where uh, Coach Kevin McHale wants it to be. But only four games into the season, I think the Rockets' defense will be a big factor in how well they do this season. Now, college football. The Houston Cougars blasted, I don't say blasted, but defeated Penn State Monday afternoon, Monday morning slash afternoon in the second annual Tech Ticket City Bowl. Cougars won 30-14, to jumped out to a 17-zip first quarter lead. Case Keenum and the Cougars offense was in this usual form, dominated the first quarter. Keenum threw for 227 yards, a uh, all-time NCAA bowl record for, for most yards in a quarter. Keenum finished the game, his name most valuable player, 45 of 69 for 532 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions, outstanding performance by Case. Stadium wasn't full, Cabo Stadium was not full. But it's still a good turnout by the Cougars who were, who attended the game in the Cotton Bowl. The announced attendance was 46,817. Keenan put on a show for the TV audience as well. I hope that some of the uh, folks, media-wise, who had not seen the Cougars and Keenan play uh, beforehand were impressed with what they saw today. There's some more of the, the records that Keenum tied or broke. Cotton Bowl Stadium record, most plays in the game, 76 plays for Keenum. 69 passes, 7 rushing, most total yards for Keenum, 542. The 69 attempts were a, were a record. The 45 completions were a record. So Cases, once again, he's retired as the all-time NCAA leader in so many categories. He's now the leader in the Cotton Bowl game performances. So shout-out to them. Since it's the, the last podcast that we had done, the Wildcat myself had done, was nearly two weeks ago. In that time, Tony Levine was named the head coach of the football program at the University of Houston. I don't have a problem with it for one clear reason, and obviously it's he's new to the job, into the head coaching position, but Coach Levine truly seems to want to stay part of the University of Houston. He wants to be a Cougar long term. During his uh, introductory press conference, he stated basically, that this press conference or press conferences like this announcing a football coach, U of H will not be announcing a new football coach for a long, long time because he wants to, to be the, a Cougar head coach for as long as possible. He wants to be a Cougar. Take that wherever you want. In my tone, I'm not talking about uh, Coach Sumlin in any in a, any derogatory way. 
He's left to go to the Aggies. He's an Aggie now. That's fine. Coach Tony Levine is a Cougar. I'm going to support Coach Levine and wish him much success. He has things to improve, clearly. Offensive line needs work. Uh, offense coordinator Cliff Kingsbury has been announced will join Coach Summerlin in College Station. So that will be another position the Cougars have to fill on the coaching staff. So we shall see how all, all the things play out in terms of who's going to replace Kingsbury, who's going to stay on the staff, will be added to the staff for Coach Levine, and how will it impact recruiting. A key to, to being a successful football program in college is recruiting. So it's going to be key to keep the guys who committed to the Cougars and then go out and continue getting the talent that they had been getting recently and getting better talent as the Cougars joined the Big East in 2013 because the Cougars, as the level of competition rises, the level of talent and expectation will rise along with it. So we wish Coach Levine success. He's one to know as a Houston Cougar. Hopefully he'll have many more successes in his hopefully long tenure as a Cougar head football coach. That should pretty much wrap it up as uh, 2012 is underway. One of the reasons that, or a few reasons why the podcast has been infrequently, obviously injured to the Wildcat in his rehab process, but I also began uh, a contract job, just cut into a lot of my time and covering games and watching games, things like that. But we'll see how things go. I wanted to just do a, a, a brief podcast today to get back in the mix, get back in the swing of things, to let folks know that the, the Cajun Fifth of Wildcat podcast will continue to go on. We'll, we'll see how things progress. Time issues, of course. Daily podcasts probably out of the question. We'll see how things go. Uh, doing a brief one every few days may not be a bad idea. Who knows, I may be convinced to... Uh, Get in front of a webcam and so folks will see my 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 mug on um, on YouTube. We'll see how things go. Do do shows that way. I'm not sure, but please tell your friends about the podcast. Visit my website www.houstonroundballreview.com. The Facebook fan page for the Houston Roundball Review as well. I'm also on Twitter at t h e h r review. Check out the Houston Roundball channel on YouTube as well. The podcasts are also on iTunes, so listen to, to you can download them and listen to them on iTunes also. There's so many ways that uh, you can access information from myself and the Wildcat. Wildcat, of course, information available at kingsizeview.com. King Size View publication for December is out where you can see my, my big blow up of my, my big head and information about how to get to Houston Round Bar View as well. Commerce plays again in college basketball. It's great for me, great time for me. Commerce plays is underway. It's January, which means March Madness is not far behind. Two months away when things really will heat up, and March Madness will destroy brackets with upsets left and right. And, and of course, the uh, conclusion of March Madness will be the Final Four. Men's Final Four will be in New Orleans. Women's Final Four will be in Denver. I'll be in Denver. That's my plan. Last season, this past year, when men's final four was at Houston, women's in Indianapolis. I went back and forth. Too much wear and tear on me. I couldn't do it. So I've already decided to, uh, I've already applied for the women's final four in Denver. If I'm approved, I'll be in Denver this year in April. Thank you very much for listening. As always, tell your friends about it. And in conclusion, as always, be true, be cool, and do more.